Hi there and welcome to another podcast. Thank you always for joining me. I think one of the greatest things in life is the ability to connect with others, whether we know that someone is listening or not. The point is that it's there if someone needs to listen or someone needs to connect. I wanted to talk a little bit about the difference between how you feel and how you think you feel. So often, particularly in these times, we have strong emotions and those strong emotions and emotional responses can dictate our lives uh, even to the point and many of us have experienced anxiety of recent days or depression so when we have these emotional responses within us we are not the anxiety or depression but we do have the tendencies for them we want to see when we think about the emotional response to something, even if it's grief of losing someone or something in our lives is changing, is it the product of having sat with the experience for a moment, processing and internalizing it, and then scanning our body to determine how it felt? And generally those strong emotions are not that product. When we ask another person how they feel about it, Generally, it's interchangeable with what do you think about it? Emotions are simple and subtle. When we scan our bodies, we find that they are sensations and ultimately they boil down to one of two things, tightness or openness. So for example, right now, sensations of homesickness for me, that's a sensation of tightness. If I thought about Christmas and my daughter's joy of opening a present or her birthday, that would be a sensation of openness. It's like life and death, light and dark, tightness and openness. It's how we interpret it, the intention, the tensional ease that we create thoughts. And then they exacerbate intense joys or challenges, debilitating extreme emotions. This is to say we create the way we think we feel simply by assigning meaning to sensations and we all do it. But there is a difference between how we feel and how we think we should feel. This is the reason for everything from the mentality of society and social conditioning. It's also why so many people feel stuck and inescapable from their emotional turmoil. You see, everything in life, the only constant is change. Nothing lasts forever, including the emotions. That's not how they're designed and it's not how life is designed, just like the seasons of life. It's only the cognitive patterning that keeps us re-enticing the feeling over and over again and keeps us choosing the same actions that guide us towards certain things that may be debilitating or open. Generally speaking, as we grow up through our families, through society, through anyone we interact with, we are taught how to respond roughly to everything. Our cultural, religious, familial upbringings tend to dictate these things, good or bad. Our egos and our desires also come to play into these stories that we create because our life is lived by stories, survival, superiority, love, acceptance. Fill in whatever you want it to be. We end up with a mental ecosystem of actions and reactions. 
these mental emotions, they can be large and they cause suffering. And they can be fleeting and cause hunger or they can be desire and control us. It is our thoughts about what it means when something doesn't, someone doesn't love us and how our subconscious mind seeks confirmation that it's true or not and how our beliefs are represented in this world and they create our life. So for example, when you first go through a breakup, you probably feel an over-sensing maybe um, not worthiness or maybe you feel a desire to fix it. But over time and over processing, you start to change your desires to a desire to freedom, to not be held captive to those thoughts anymore, is to create a new perhaps connection with another, to realize that you are worthy and you can do things on your own. So it all changes over time, whether we want it to or not. We evolve and so does life. But we are taught that either way which to go, there is a emotional experience that is in our ecosystem. It's full of love and passion or one which is preserved for suffering. Sometimes we believe we have an opinion on things to know who we are and worse, we believe we should have an emotional response to feel as though our voices are counted. Because this is what makes us feel worthwhile, to be loved and to love. And to do those things, we need to partake in life and we also need to feel that others are partaking in our life. This is what everything makes us connected. But the next time you feel like you're in an inescapable circumstance, scan your body first and see what feelings are present. Tightness, uneasiness in your gut, guilt, stress, all the feelings, check in with them. Check back in in an hour, a minute, a day. Notice it might have changed. Get to know yourself, get to know your patterns. The one thing that becomes beautiful is that what you'll realize is that even your gut feelings, your instincts are not overpowering huge emotional waves. It's the little voice within. It's the wise guys inside. Sometimes we aren't comfortable with the inherent quietness within us, so we create layers of chaos. Chaos to distract us. But that becomes exhausting and overwhelming and doesn't allow us rest or to assess what we feel and what we really think. You see, one of the things by taking time to really assess it and understand it is you sometimes get to see that those worst moments, worst reactions, worst thoughts, they aren't exactly helping you. They aren't exactly the most empowering option you could choose. They might exist, but you could choose another option. And the great thing is that it's left in your hands to have that power at any one time. One of the greatest gifts of being a human is of course the hardest and a really big responsibility is that we get to choose to change our thoughts when we can't change our circumstances and others. Like Viktor Frankl said, we must change our thoughts. 
the manner in which we communicate with ourselves more softly and gentle and more kindly is going to be one of the biggest life changes to anything, no matter how hard life is. People aren't happy because life is perfect. People are happy because they look beyond the imperfections and look at how they can empower themselves with their thoughts. You see, there's no good or bad. You're just taught to label the things in your life. And we are going to experience all the rainbows of emotion just like all the rainbows in the seasons. We also feel comfortable in what we know. But sometimes what we don't know or what we have not known but can change too is more empowering. Like all the labels that we were given, maybe some of them deserve to be reassessed and recalibrated to make a better living for ourselves with the inner voice and the wise guy. It's not our thoughts that create our lives. It's how we use our thoughts to dissect the meaning of our emotions and how based on our assertions we decide what's good or bad or right. None of these things inherently exist. The symphony of the results from the beautiful musical piece of life that we live or the musical emotions that we experience create our perception. Whether we're living a good life or not is not really the thing. The thing is, do we think we're living a good life? Thank you for joining me. Have a great day.